Hi, it's Kiffin Lovates here, and I thought I would make an episode about the current drama that is unfolding with regards to OpenSea, the NFT marketplace, and a an NFT project called the CryptoFunks. And I have to make it clear here, that's CryptoFunks with a PH, not CryptoPunks. So I think the best thing to do is to go through the history and timeline to discuss what's happened. And in the process, I'll explain why there has been a problem in the NFT market specifically to do with OpenSea and what happened at the end of it. So we go back to 2017, where two chaps form a group called, or an organization called Lava Labs, and they issue 10,000 CryptoPunks as NFTs. <clears throat> so these are 10,000 computer-generated artworks, um, actually not computer-generated because the underlying components were made by the guys in question, but then they were assembled to make 10,000 different little 24 by 24 pixel characters, and they released 10,000 NFTs, each of which points to a specific character in a big image file which is hosted somewhere, maybe on GitHub, I'm not exactly clear. And uh, these punks were snapped up by people. They weren't worth very much at that point. And then the crypto winter happened. But then after the crypto winter finished, these crypto punks became very popular. And nowadays they change hands for in the region of upwards of a couple of hundred thousand dollars. Even Visa has gone and bought one. They've become very iconic in the NFT world. Now, the funny thing about CryptoPunks is that the copyright licenses weren't initially very clear until about 2019 when Lava Labs clarified that the NFT owners don't actually own the copyright to the NFT image that they have bought, or rather the image that the NFT points to. That remains with Lava Labs, and by owning a CryptoPunk, what you get is the right to exploit the image up to about $100,000 per year. You can put it as your avatar, um, but you don't own it. And if you sell on the NFT, you're not really selling on much other than the right for that person to then go and exploit the image up to a limited um, amount. So uh, not a great purchase, but this is kind of what NFTs are all about. Uh, anyway, uh, what happened in June 2021 is a bunch of people decided that they were going to launch a fun um, derivative concept from the CryptoPunks called the CryptoFunks, and they called it flipping the CryptoPunks. And that's actually literally what they did. They took the CryptoPunk images and they flipped them across the vertical axis so that they're mirror images of the originals. And they released these as NFTs and an NFT contract to hold these NFTs. And they also went and listed it on OpenSea. Now, OpenSea is a, uh, an NFT marketplace. It's the leader. They recently raised $100 million in funding, valuing the company at $1.5 billion. They've also had a number of problems over time. The most recent one was that their head of product, uh, Nate Castain, I think his name was, had been front-running or had been insider trading. He had noticed that um, NFTs that were going to be put on the front page uh, were pre-announced, so he was snapping them up before they went on the front page, knowing that the price would skyrocket and he could then sell and make a nice profit. This is effectively insider trading, and eventually after an investigation, a bit of a scandal, he had to step down. And uh, actually OpenSea had some problems earlier on as well with something called sleep minting, which they haven't fully handled. Uh, sleep minting is where somebody publishes a contract that mints tokens to the address of a famous artist using the famous artist's image. So it, it's a very passable fake of the uh, famous artist's NFT. And uh, 
you can uh, the guy who discovered this who called himself Mr. Person uh, used Beeple's um, artwork as an example uh, that was something that sold as 69 million the original um, the fake looks the same on OpenSea because OpenSea strangely enough lists the first address that an NFT is minted to as the creator of the NFT now as far as I'm aware, OpenSea hasn't done anything to mitigate sleep minting other than put a message in when you buy unverified contract NFTs that it's up to you to investigate. Um, in fact, they put down there that um, that's part of the fun of buying NFTs is investigating whether they're genuine or not. Now, my take on that is if I went to an auction house and I bought a Mondrian, took it home and then discovered that it was a fake and I went back to the auction house and their response was, well, you should have investigated whether it was genuine or not. That's part of the fun of buying modern art. I'd be pretty annoyed. But, uh, you know, it's also a tricky problem to solve. Anyway, back to the crypto funks. So the crypto funks were listed in the beginning of June this year and they started selling for you know, reasonable prices, 0 0.1, 0 0.2 Ether thereabouts. And then Lava Labs issued OpenSea with a DMCA takedown notice. So this is the Digital Millennium Copyright Act. And it's an act passed by the US government, rather the US Congress, saying uh, to strengthen the rights of IP holders, specifically copyright holders. And the thing about the DMCA is that if you or an agent of you notices that something you have the copyright to is being infringed, you can send a takedown notice to a platform that is hosting the infringing material. So if you have a video and somebody else puts it up on YouTube, you can send a DMCA takedown notice to YouTube and tell them to take it down. And the platforms don't actually do any investigating. They're not judges in a copyright court. They will then just take the material down because the damages that they will have to pay if they don't do this are very high. And then you meant to have a court case where the two parties fight over whether the copyright is held or not and whether it's upheld by a judge and then ultimately if a judge says actually you don't have the copyright then that material can go back up on the platform again but the short of it is that it is in the interest of a platform to take down any material that gets a DMCA notice because there's no benefit for them keeping it up there but there's a lot of potential downsides if they don't so OpenSea got a DMCA takedown notice and they took down the crypto funks those are the PH ones, uh, NFTs from their web front end. So all well and good now, you would think. Well, no, because OpenSea also has a back-end contract. It's called Wyvern, and it's a collection of smart contracts that handle all sorts of auctions and sales and Dutch auctions and other ways of selling your um, NFTs. And a bunch of people who owned CryptoFunks had put their NFTs or rather had put control of their NFTs into Wyvern and had listed them at standard prices at the time, which as I said was about 0.1.2 Ether. And when OpenSea took down the storefront, they didn't take down the back end. So you can imagine that OpenSea's website is like a shop front on a high street and the blockchain is like something that is running along the back alley behind all the shop fronts. And Wyvern, the uh, smart contract, is like a vending machine that sits between the front of the shop and the back of the shop and the website is i.e the storefront is just a convenient way to see what's going on there and make bids and stuff so OpenSea took down the storefront but they left the machine running in the back 
And that meant that people who knew how could go down the back alley and transact with the smart contract, i.e. the vending machine, um, without using the interface. But you have to have a bit of knowledge. You need to know how to use a command line and work with Ethereum um, contracts at the base level rather than through a convenient web front end. And this is a misconception that a lot of people have, and I've talked about it before, that there are these layers and the website is just one layer between you and the blockchain um, to make things more convenient for people who don't know how to um, interact with smart contracts directly through something like Remix or Hardhat or something like that, some other interfacing software. Anyway, um, so, Everything seemed fine. The crypto funks were no longer listed on OpenSea and uh, people went off and made other marketplaces to be able to trade crypto funks instead. Um, and the price of crypto funks went up to the point where they were now around about 0 0.5, even as high as one or two ether. Then somebody yesterday uh, discovered that the Wyvern protocol was still holding a bunch of crypto funk nfts and listing them at june prices which remember are about 0.1.2 ether and this person i think they're called block noob um, that's their twitter handle anyway tested that he or she could indeed buy uh, one crypto funk uh, nft from the wyvern protocol and then sell it on another marketplace making a hefty 0.5 ether pro uh, profit so then things started to get a bit hectic and chaotic People were trying to get in touch with OpenSea to tell them that their protocol was in trouble. What OpenSea should have done when they took down the storefront is also either hit the pause button on the CryptoFunk contract if they had a pause button built into their auction protocol, and I really hope they did, but in any case, even if they did, they didn't use it, or they should have provided all the CryptoFunks holders with instructions on how to withdraw their NFT auctions from the protocol so that this very scenario that we now have wouldn't happen. Instead, this is not what happened. Um, it took a while for people to actually get in touch with OpenSea, for them to realize what was going on. And I'm not exactly clear what they are doing to mitigate the circumstances. Hopefully from a PR point of view, they are going to take the sensible approach and refund people out of their own pockets, given that they did raise 100 million in um, funding to cover the costs of this rather unfortunate mistake. But there you have it. That's the history of OpenSea, CryptoPunks and CryptoFunks. Involves a lot of interesting smart contract stuff, copyright law and general company operations. And uh, I really hope that um, OpenSea can get their act together because they're now building up a number, a series of rather bad um, events and uh, it doesn't look really good from the outside what's going on but uh, you know it's never easy running a company I know from personal experience that uh, you're always hitting problems and there is a drastic shortage of qualified people in the current space available to hire but uh, there you go the summary of the OpenSea and the CryptoFunks disaster hope you found that interesting and I'll see you in the next episode soon bye for now <laughs>